Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Hello, everybody. Welcome to Utah RemoteCon 2020. This is our first panel of the day of the convention. We are so excited that you're here. We are talking about Fast and Furious in space, mainly the future of the franchise. And I'm going to bring the panelists on in just a couple of minutes. But before I did that, I wanted to remind everybody about what we're doing with Utah RemoteCon. Number one, we are on the YouTube channel for Stolen Droids. We're also on Utah Remote Con Facebook page. That's where you can find all of our panels this week. We encourage you to go and subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel as well as go to the Facebook page so you can follow that. Um, more importantly, what are we doing with Utah Remote Con? We are raffling off prizes at every panel to raise money for the American Cancer Society. If you would like to buy raffle tickets, you can do that by going to givebutter.com slash Utah Remote Con 2020. Uh, you can buy tickets there. We have some great prizes that we're giving away. Uh, at the end of this panel, we will be giving away four Mad Max prints that have been donated to us uh, and an Alien versus Predator pin set, as well as a gift card to Mountain Donuts. Uh, so some great prizes to give away, and we'll have some more details on that at the end of the panel. Uh, if you don't want to get prizes, which is fine, and you just want to donate, you can donate to the American Cancer Society for our event by going to givebutter.com slash utahremotecon2020. Uh, so that's what we're doing here. We're hoping to raise some money. Our goal by the end of the week is to raise $5,000, and we're just over $1,400 right now. So uh, we encourage you to donate if you can. Share those links if you can't. Uh, we surely appreciate it. And I think at the end of the week, if we hit $5,000, I've heard rumors that I've got to like wax my legs or something. I don't know. Um, so I'm, I, I still want us to hit the 5,000 anyway, any, either way, right? So let me go ahead and bring on our moderator for this panel. We've got Steve and Izzy joining us from everything I love 
or everything I learned from movies podcast, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, don't worry. Everybody gets it wrong the first four or five times. <laughs> everything I learned from movies. <laughs> it's easier to remember that than like the the initials. I have to think E I L because like your Twitter is. Yeah, but we're we're so excited to have both of you here. I'm going to go ahead and add the other panelists here so you can introduce them, and then I'm going to disappear and let you guys run with the show. So Excellent. let's get them added here. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Morning. Hey. Going well. How about you? Hello. Oh, doing great. <laughs> All right, Steve, I'm, I'm going to disappear now and let you guys go with it. Excellent. Bye, Jake. And I'm going to apologize ahead of time. Our video is a little glitchy. We have a we have some new pro, uh, what is it uh, technical equipment coming, but uh, yeah, we're we're a little <laughs> slow right at the moment. So yep. Um, and as uh, Jake was saying, you can donate at givebutter.com/slash/utahremotecon2020. Uh, and if you donate specifically for Team Everything I Learned from Movies uh, uh, with a fifty dollar donation. Uh, you'll be getting an art print or paracord bracelet of your choice from untidyvenus.etsy.com. Uh, my lovely wife is displaying some of her art here. Um, or a $100 donation. Guess what? You get to pick a movie for us to do on the podcast, and we'll send you a little gift bag. So uh, keep that in mind. And uh, remember, every dollar you get your raffle tickets, um, too, right? I should have donated to you guys versus Soul Droids. Yeah, thanks, man. There you go. Good job, Ben. <laughs> and I just want to say, on a personal note, uh, the gift card to Mountain Donuts—that's oh, yeah. our favorite donut shop. It is fantastic. Yeah, and our neighbors up here, which is yeah. great. But, uh, but let's go around and introduce our, our fellow panelists here. Uh, I guess we'll start ladies first. Uh, please welcome Val. Uh, she's from Movies That Made Us and uh, B98.7, among other things. She's very busy. Welcome, Val. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to talk about Fast and Furious today. Excellent. And then uh, we have Craig Price from Matinee Heroes. Uh, Craig! Hey, good, good to see you guys. Uh, somewhat confused why I'm here, but I'm happy to help out because I wanted to be on the first panel of the con. He hates these movies. Why is he here? <laughs> Who I mean, at least we're on here. why I'm here. Yes, as someone who's seen number eight. Eight and maybe Hobbs and Shaw. I, I, don't know. I saw Hobbs and Shaw. I saw eight because you forced me to. And I'm pretty sure that the only reason I'm here is this is a revenge situation where you told Jake to put me on this panel. So you'd think because I'm such a professional, I would watch all the movies to make sure I was ready. I did not. <laughs> Damn, it didn't work. All right. Well, uh, also joining us, uh, we have Ben Fuller, who's a co-founder of uh, was it SLC Nerd and excuse me, and Geek yeah. ATL. Welcome, Ben. Yeah, yeah. So we were you know a defunct con. Now we just run a fun little Facebook page these days. <laughs> nice. And uh, looks like you're you're joining us from the beach there. Yeah, I'm I'm better than you guys, so I'm sitting on the beach right now <laughs> in the towel, um, where nothing's on fire, from what I can tell. <laughs> just drinking a your hair is on fire and, you look it, it is. my wife would be super pissed when she realizes I'm doing this and she's not a fan of the bleach blonde hair um, so now this <laughs> on in infamy for her um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get an angry text message here shortly I guarantee it <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us we have Robert and Robert sorry you kind of showed up last minute as far as I know I have no idea who you are but welcome <laughs> tell us about yourself tell us about yourself uh, thank you for having me um, yes, last minute edition, but happy to be here and happy to talk about the uh, accelerated and the aggrieved. Excellent. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, I mean, on our, our podcast, we lived life a quarter April at a time and went through all 10 of the Fast and Furious movies. That's right. 
That's Ten. right, including Roger Corman's 1954 classic, The Fast and the Furious, which this may shock you, a little different than uh, than the, what you're used to. I mean, it does involve trying to escape to Mexico and not running the cops. It does, it does. So there's a little tie-in there. But um, I guess just kind of going around, uh, if you just wanted to tell us uh, maybe your, your favorite moment and your least favorite moment of the franchise. Um, <laughs> uh, Craig, let's start with you, since that should be really quick. <laughs> well, so my really favorite part quick. is usually the end credits. Uh, not uh, and my least favorite is whenever that walking toe Vin Diesel shows up. I'm not a big fan of Vin mm. Diesel. Um, Paul Walker's fine. Uh, I I like you know when uh, Michelle Rodriguez is she. I like her. She's tough and, sp- and spunky. I like her. But uh, Vin Diesel, uh, he's the reason I'm probably the the least involved in the Fast and the Furious because he makes me furious and he's not that fast. You gotta watch uh, Too Fast, Too Furious then. Because yeah, he's not in it. That's right. Yeah. I mean, uh, and Tokyo Drift. Up for like four minutes in Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fine. And uh, Craig, you didn't mention Charlize Theron as your favorite moment when she shows up with the dreadlocks. So I'm a little confused. Well, she that is, but I, you know, it's early, and I didn't want to. It's early morning stuff. I just didn't want to get everybody all it's hot and bothered this early. But yes, whenever Charlize appears, it was my favorite part of the franchise, the entire franchise. I, though I just found out. Gal Gadot is also in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So maybe I have to revisit that. I don't know. But now I'm starting to sound like a pervert, and, and I'm not. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming out here. Nice. Uh, ben, how about you? As, guys, uh, anything that happened in Tokyo Drift, I'm here for. Just, yeah! If, 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 if the series, and I think I said this in that little Facebook group, like, I stand Tokyo Drift. Without Lucas Black and Bow Wow, we, we don't get Han. We don't get literally anything else after that. So I'm here for that. And my least favorite is probably when he died in Tokyo Drift. Not well, later in the series again, but Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we have some theories. You may not have uh, Deckard Shaw without Twinkie. So. <laughs> you wouldn't. Like, you just don't get him. It's, that's how it is. Yeah. All right, Robert, how about you? Um, least favorite is probably Too Fast, Too Furious, um, top to bottom. Check um, <laughs> no, no, no Cito, cuz. You know, I, I watched it the other day because I was like, I know I've seen this movie and can't remember anything about it. Watching it, I'm like, yeah, no, this really did nothing for me. Um, even without Vin Diesel. Sorry, Craig. Oh, and, I, that's, that, I should want to see that now. <laughs> um, favorite, really, I enjoy the race scenes and watching how the different directors have tried to visualize them. I think that those, that's actually kind of my favorite thing, but that's the, uh, smoking the bandit kid in me. who's just like, they're going fast. This is great. Well, that's yeah. probably why it's my favorite too, since they faked all the race scenes in number two. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, uh, yeah, that's just it. Like, a oh. ahead, the fate Craig. of the eight was so realistic. Um, <laughs> that they faked any of that. That was all real. The ice. Which 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 is the one where they the jump from act. building to building? Building to building. Yeah, That's number seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the a real uh, a real cast of characters for the directors too. I mean, Too Fast, Too Furious is John Singleton, and yeah, was Justin. Not Lin John's and, top work. But yeah, no, not in a little bit. <laughs> hey Val, what's your uh, your favorite and least favorite scenes? 
Um, so I'm not going to go by scenes, but like my favorite would it probably be the first movie because I was a huge Point Break fan, and you guys can throw me under the <laughs> yeah. bus for that. But I was young when that movie came out, and I was like, this Fast and Furious is kind of like Point Break. You, you've got no, a guy that's kind of infiltrating, like it is the same movie, but you have faster cars, and like I like Vin Diesel, so I was all for it. Um, so for me, I was like, okay, this is the start of a really good relationship with me and action movies and I love the franchise but Hobbs and Shaw everything about that movie is my favorite it's my spirit animal movie and when all of the cars connect to the helicopter is the most ridiculous thing in the world but I love it if somebody can recreate that scene for me as like a small thing that I can put on my you know, right here next to me. I want that. I, I want that. I want it. I just want to play with it. I want it to be mine. Isn't there a scene where the rock is holding on to the chain? Yeah, it's just Captain America. Yeah, it's just Captain America. Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man when he's holding the webs and the... <laughs> McFarlane toys, get on a model for that. I want to see... Uh, <laughs> uh, so many veins popping. Oh. Oh. How about you? What's your uh, favorite and least favorite moment? <laughs> well, obviously my favorite is, yeah, all of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Oh my God, their love cannot be stopped. <laughs> that is the greatest romance movie of our time. <laughs> Um, least. least favorite. Um, I'm I, I'm sorry, Val. I'm not a huge Vin Diesel fan, and especially pouty Vin Diesel. Like any of the scenes where he's just fucking pouting, I really just want to punch him in the face because I'm like, I don't even believe you have emotions. So why are you trying to be sad? That's like that's like number four on. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. But, as soon as the Rock shows up, he's suddenly also oh, yeah. pouty. That's also, the because the rock is so much better than him, and yeah, he he's not him. acting. Yeah. <laughs> I love the rock. And then I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but as the rock gets more and more shirtless throughout the series, Vin Diesel's sleeves get longer and longer. Like in eight, he's like straight up wearing like a long sleeve like waffle tee. Wait I mean, till I think fast nine. Awesome, he's in a burka. But right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's for me. Uh, I'd say my least favorite moment. When Vin Diesel came back in number four. No. Uh, no. The, one of the stupidest moments is in number four when he's like standing in the street and like imagining uh, Lenny's death re- recreation or whatever. That was dumb. But my uh, my favorite moment by far is Dominic Toretto. I'm Deckard Shaw. You don't know me. But you're about to. <laughs> That's right. When the transporter comes into the series, <laughs> that was an impeccable impression as well. I know, right? <laughs> My state of spot on. He also does an excellent version of that with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> no. All right. So uh, obviously, we're all huge fans, especially Craig. Uh, so why wh- why is this Point Break remake? Why is it spun off into this multi billion dollar industry? Any any theories on that? Let's start. Uh, let's start with Ben. Bow wow. I mean, launched it. So, like they, it. <laughs> I think to be perfectly honest, it's because they just don't care. Like they're just like, cool. We can pull a, a vault through the streets of Brazil. Like, it, like somebody wrote, turned that script in, and they were like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Like, there's nothing wrong with this at all. Let's mm-hmm. let's shoot it, and they did it. And I, I think that's what people love about it. That's what I love about it. And I don't. I mean, that for me is 
how extravagant they get and like just don't give a shit at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number five, they seem to stop giving a shit, and then it just kind of escalated from there. <laughs> like, let's They're let's go from cop cars and here? race them while pulling a vault, like a safe. Like, there's no no way what around. Do you do? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a Saturday for us. That's what it is. <laughs> how about you, Robert? Um, I think it's I think it's partially the popcorn movie factor. You can just walk in, turn your brain off, and just shovel popcorn into your mouth. And just like I'm watching these guys do the most ridiculous stunts and the most ridiculous things. And can't get enough of it. I mean, it's it's part wacky races. It's part, you know, they're trying to give a story, but uh, we're just going to wind up doing some ridiculous stunt. It, it turns into like either James Bond or Mission Impossible with what stunt or what action scene are we going to get this movie? Yes, excellent. Uh, Val, any theories? Yeah, for me, I mean, there's a few of them. I mean, I, I'm a huge Die Hard fan, and if you love Die Hard, you know that you're going to watch it for ridiculousness. There's nothing real about it. Nobody's going to fall, you know, off of a huge bridge that breaks in a white t-shirt and walk away with it being totally clean. It, but that happens in Die Hard. Like, so Scotch when you card. get when you get Die Hard and then you get Fast and Furious, you have movies that now have all the stunts that you want, all the action scenes, plus you have really fast, pretty cars that you're never going to be able to own, girls you're never going to be able to date, and then they throw in heart. They throw in the the storyline of this family that now you feel a part of. So not only do you have ridiculousness, but you also have this kind of family heart, like we're all together in this. And I, I kind of, I, you kind of feel that there's, there is a little bit of story, a little bit of heart, but then there's a whole lot of explosions and boobs and it's great. Yeah. And, and I think it's pronounced family. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, fam. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Craig, how about you? Well, I think Robert's got it right. It's, it's really everything from 1975 mixed into a bowl and then you throw the future and a hundred million dollars at it. So it's got the race cars of, you know, smoking, smoking and the bandit, but it also has that Roger Moore era bond where it's ridiculously <laughs> stupid, goofy, where they wink, wink at the camera versus, you know, Daniel Craig, where they don't even, it's very grounded. So I think it's goofy, wacky, crazy, because I was told that you shouldn't even watch it until the fifth movie. And if I have to invest in the four bad movies to get to the fifth movie, they said after that it goes crazy, and it it does. They they turn from DVD stealing people, car thieves, whatever. <laughs> so they're stealing DVDs, which is, and then now they're going to be, I guess, intergalactic secret agents. So that's it's, it's really <laughs> James Bond with cars and money. And First really off, quick, I will not have you be the pigeon double take. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, Robert, go ahead. No, no problem. To go back to Val's point, it does have heart, and that is true. Um, one thing that I noticed in one and then everything from four after is that there is that family theme that runs through it that I didn't really get with two. It was not there for me at all in three. But the other movies, it is about the bond of this family that has come together, you know, not by blood, but by choice. And you know, how they stick together. And Val was totally right. They have that heart that a lot of movies lack otherwise that kind of brings you into it outside of just the action and adventure portion of it. Yeah, like James Bond doesn't have that heart. And so it's James like, Bond yeah, you can change the lead character every couple of movies. And it's like, well, it's still the character. So it's going to be action. He's going to, you know, run through a couple secret agents and that's that. But Yeah, but Smokey and the Bandit does have heart. So it's it Smokey does. and the Bandit and Roger Moore's James Bond together. 
And that's why they had the four CMTV movies like Bandit, 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 Bandit Goes Country, <laughs> Run, Bandit, Run. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I've gotten back here. We, we can talk about those another time, but... Yeah, but smoking the band didn't make a ton of money. Run, Bandit, Run. Didn't you not to? <laughs> All right, what's the time marker? 1845, that was Craig's first face palm. All right, I just want to mark that down. Yeah! <laughs> Craig, if it makes you feel any better, just before my twins were born, we were trying to figure out how to refer to them other than Baby A and Baby B, and it was Smokey and the Bandit. Nice. Ah, love it. You're <laughs> muted, Craig. Craig, you're muted. We can't hear you. <laughs> I didn't do it. That's the best way. I mean, I think Jake did it, which makes me love Jake even more. The machine, I pulled it out. I thought you were going to call them Flash and the Snowman. No, no, they were smoking the band. That shows you my diehardness. I I was going to get the one with the car, but that's too much. That's yeah, a little, 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 little ostentatious. Uh, Okay, so start guys, starting with Robert. Fast Nine's coming out, eventually Hobbs and Shaw 2. There's talk about a female spinoff, all that stuff. Where is the franchise going? What uh, What are your thoughts on where it could be going? Besides honest, space, obviously. Almost anywhere. Um, it's, you know, I'm waiting for them to go, there's an asteroid coming to Earth. We need somebody to go get it. Send this team. And they're off, you know, doing Armageddon with uh, better music and a better script. Possibly. <laughs> I like Armageddon. We've got to race though. around this asteroid not fast not enough to throw it off its axis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Armageddon, but I mean, it could just, it could do anything. After the fact, they've gone from, like Craig was saying, we, we're hijacking DVD players. And you don't really get that until the last third of the movie to we're fighting alongside FBI agents and international uh, operatives went- to take down whomever because they're, effect- I guess, the suicide squad for the whoever Interpol or Shaw's agency. Well, you, you went mean, from um, Hobbs agency. You and, went from DVD players to the rock picking up a missile, like a, like a submarine torpedo. But, I mean, the, but it's oh, the rock. Like, and again, it's, it's the over the top action. That it's like, is the rock going to pick that? Yes, he is. Is he going to hold the helicopter and, and do the Captain America flex? Of course he is. So, I mean, it's not, I would say it's not a stretch that it could go any direction, including we're going to go blow up this asteroid and save the world. I just want to see John Cena on top of the laser machine that they have in Armageddon, and then somebody has to yell off at him to get off of that machine. You can't That's see me. I'm <laughs> on the dementia. I was going to say, so John Cena's the one who gets the space dementia? I don't know. Well, Whose head it, is so. big? Who has a bigger toe head, John Cena or Vin Diesel? I Ooh, mean, that's like a that's like having the big toe and the, the second or third toe next to each other. <laughs> Wait, no, that requires some like water displacement experiment to <laughs> get actual figures. <laughs> All right, but, well, Val, how about you? Uh, any any thoughts about the future of the franchise? I mean, I don't I don't quite understand um, why they need to call it a female spinoff, because one thing I do love about um, the Fast and Furious movies is that they've always had amazing female cast members that have a purpose. Like they're not just in there to be a female like Gal Gadot's character, Michelle Rodriguez's character, um, you know, Jordana Brewster, eh, a little bit iffy, but like, you know, Shalice Theron, they're all pretty like big characters. So to say that it needs to be a spinoff, just make another fast and furious movie and pay more attention to them. Um, they've got all the characters there. They've got good storylines there. So yeah, I'd love to see it, but I don't know necessarily that you need to say now this is a female spinoff, like just make another movie 
and give them a bigger story. Yeah, I do appreciate that the women aren't just damsels in distress to be a damsel in distress. Yeah. Well, I think that had a lot to do with Michelle Rodriguez, right? Didn't she threaten to leave once or twice? Because yeah. that kind of the direction we're Yeah. Well, she well because herself. she didn't speak to Brian until like movie number seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was a fun fact that came up uh, uh craig how about you uh what, what's going to get you back in theaters to continue watching these uh, they're going to they have to keep adding the cast because what i when they put the rock in he's the franchise saver then they put kurt russell and then they had Charlize their own um i mean scott eastwood ain't gonna cut it we have to we have to keep going bigger and bigger i want to see a harrison ford i want to make this expendables Team-wise, except for people who aren't losers. I want to see the Expendables for, for, for winners. Just uh, good guest stars, good villains. That's what I want to see. Because, I mean, Idris Elba and Hobbs and Shaw was fantastic. Things like that. All right. I, I, I hear you. Nicholas Cage, I get it. Uh, yeah, ben, how go. about you? Honestly, I'm, at this rate, I'm assuming there's, like, another Toretto sibling we don't know about. And he's got a sister who's even more badass than apparently John Cena is. And she's going to be the bad guy for number 10. So that's, that's what I'm looking for. I think John Cena shows up, you know, he becomes part of the family again sometime in the middle of that movie. I just, I assume he sees the error of his ways as right away. And then it sets us up for his sister, who was just like, you know, completely unknown until now. All right, Ben, you've actually segued into my next question, (laughs) because with Fast 9 and finding out, oh, John Cena is a brother that we never heard about. Who's playing the sister? I assume it's Charlize Theron, actually. I think Cypher is his sister. <gasps> like, this, like, that's what I'm going with right now, and that's why she knew about him. Not because he threw Owen Shaw out of a plane. Like, that wasn't the first time. It, this whole thing has been, yeah. been to get Vin Diesel back in the family. Nice. All right. And then my next question to everybody was, who are the parents that come back? Who are Daddy and Mommy Toretto? It was uh, Burt Reynolds and Sally Field. <laughs> Sally Field uh, too small. That's, that's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Not a question that brings. Who was the milkman? Who was the yeah. milkman in this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know when, when uh, Val guested with us on a, our Rocky Four episode earlier this month. Well, I guess just last week. Oh, this is where Steve. So- uh, we, we hypothesize that it's going to this generation, Sylvester Stallone. Well, wasn't there wasn't there a rumor what before when Paul Walker died that Kurt Russell was supposed to be his long lost father? Like I remember reading that somewhere that when oh. Kurt Russell was in the cast, he was supposed to be Brian Co'Connor's Brian, Paul Walker's father, and they had to do a quick rewrite when Paul Walker died, which I'm here for. Like, listen, Kurt Russell, he's my man. Santa Claus <laughs> movies, everything. I'm <laughs> sky high. Like I live for Sky High, and they don't. It's criminal. There's not a sequel for that one yet. <laughs> I feel the same way about Death Proof. <laughs> Anybody else got theories on the parents, or uh, move on? <laughs> I mean, I already told you I don't think it. When we did your episode, I don't think it should be Rocky Sylvester Stallone. But that's only because I want to be able to understand what his dad is saying. I don't want well, another character that I can't understand. And he's just going to melt, like, with all those races and all the stress and the sweat. Like, his face is just going to melt off. 
All right, well, then, work wait, for you? Did I, did I miss something here? Is Dad dead, or are we doing a flashback? <laughs> oh. Well, okay, so, like, the whole thing is, like, yeah, the dad's theoretically dead, and I, the mom's never spoken of, so she could be alive, and they just haven't brought her up in seven movies. Obviously, she's the voice in Hobbs and Shaw. Damn it, that's, they, so uh, are they going to be the voice from Hobbs and Shaw? Because I got my own <laughs> theories about that. No, that's Kevin Hart. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> of course, that's why he was on the plane. It's Ryan Reynolds. It's no, Ryan Reynolds. They can't. It's Kevin Hart. It's got to be Kevin Hart. It's Ryan Reynolds. I absolutely would love if Ryan Reynolds, like, they just keep playing his character the the way they have been, just as sort of like this dumb guy who's doing some shady shit in the background. But that's just it. He like he's brother. not actual. No, but he's not actually anything. He's just the dumb guy who does dumb shit in the background, like. <laughs> he's the Mandarin you, Iron Man 3 he's just you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you keep thinking he's going to be some sort of bad guy or do anything but no he just keeps doing dumb shit in the background see and I'd like to actually see him be the bad guy because all we see him be is this like quirky character all the time so if he was like trying to be his friend the whole time and throwing that quirky character out there and then all of a sudden he's like the worst villain ever I think that'd be awesome to see him as something different well, I mean, has he done anything other than Deadpool since, you know, two guys in a pizza shop? Like, two girls in a... Was it two guys Blade and a girl? three? Blade Trinity, Blade. duh! Well, yeah, that was before. Yeah, he, was been, he was kind of like, you know, pre... He was on his way to Deadpool there, like... Well, and let's not forget him and, and Sandy in the... What that, <laughs> is it the proposal? What is it called? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah. 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 RIPD, everyone oh, soon forgets. obviously. Yeah, he's been doing lots of stuff. Him and Academy on. Award winner Jeff Bridges. Yeah. He's been yeah. selling gin. Leave him alone. Yeah. 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 Gin and... Uh, well, he guys, too. Yeah. He owns a cell phone. Oh, yeah. so he's he also been making babies, you guys. That takes a lot of time yeah. and work and effort. Not for the dad. It only I mean, takes a couple minutes. <laughs> and the rest of this I mean, depends mom. on the time thing. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Personally, I would love for the voice to be Tom Hanks in the villain role we've all been waiting for. Yes! The ultimate mastermind. Yeah. And he's not a character. He's just Tom Hanks. The actual, yes. like, the QAnon yep. Tom Hanks that we all... Yeah. He's yeah. the evil guy who's really just a sweet... That's why he's got his Greek citizenship. Yeah. Yep. And Dominic Toretto, Tom Hanks here. You don't know me, but you're about to. It'd be fucking great. I mean, I'm sorry, it'd be really great. Was that Tom Hanks? (laughs) (laughs) You're in so much trouble with Jake right now. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Jake. It wasn't me this time. (laughs) PG 13, everybody gets one. (laughs) That would would be the three or fourth. Not, not here. Uh, all right. So, so has anyone played the uh, Fast and Furious video game that came out a couple of weeks ago? I, I watched someone play it on YouTube, and it's a mess. Yeah. Okay. Shock. Shock. Like, it, it introduces a whole new slew of characters, and Toretto and Letty are just like they're like secret government, you know, Interpol agents at this point. Uh oh. Jake is back and he's not happy. Uh oh. <laughs> he didn't mean to be back. Yeah. <laughs> I think he showed up just for that watching. Like, that was the point. I can see you and I can hear you and your swear words. Jake, yep. they did Sorry, it. Daddy. Steve swore. Sorry, Jake. Steven is the other one swearing. <laughs> At the end, he's going to have like a little tally sheet that he shows. <laughs> I get a prize if I don't swear all week. He's going to get me ice cream. Ooh. I mean, so I'm not getting ice cream. ice cream if you want to swear. Like, 
<laughs> there's, there's Uber Eats. We can get you ice cream regardless. <laughs> All right. Well, as the uh, the title of the panel implies, do they go to space in number nine or do they, do they save it for the 10th one? So it's, you know, Furious X or whatever. If, uh, if, if they were going to space, we would have heard about it because Mission Impossible yeah. is going to space. Like, yeah. there's no way they would not they would not brag about the fact they're going to be Tom Cruise to space. Well, no, I don't mean, like, be really going to space. I mean, like, Moonraker going to space. <laughs> yeah, I think 10. I'm less involved in this conversation, but... Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it'll be Fast X meets Jason X at that point. Yes, perfect. Exactly. That's awesome. what I was hoping you would say. You're welcome. <laughs> like, Sorry. the Toretto family just start populating the galaxy? Just... Is Fast supposed to be the sequel to Fate in the Furious? Yeah, yeah. probably a direct sequel. It's like basically so, they just cut the movie into two pieces, and the second part is coming right out. That was why it's supposed to be like back to back. Obviously, there's a super virus that's going to get released on the world, but they had to edit that, you know, due to well, they, you know current political. Wait, didn't that happen in Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, I thought that was the plot of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. She took it all into her own body at the same time. So this is all Hobbs and Shaw's fault. That we're sitting in quarantine. I, mean, <laughs> I knew I didn't like this franchise for a reason, and this is why: because we're we're stuck here in these little boxes because of them. I Thanks, mean, Idris Elba. Okay, I mean, so I, I just I, think I, that John Cena should have to I'm shave because box. you've got Tyrese, you've got Ben Diesel, and you've got John Cena. So John Cena should have to shave his head. There you go, and Ben showing off his beach he's got going on there. Doesn't he always <laughs> oh, yeah. shave his head? He, he doesn't like it. That's like asking now if you had Nick Cage shave his head. That's no, John thing. Cena is like high and tight. Like it's just this little yeah, like true. bristly stuff. I want it all the way off. Oh, when your head is literally a square, that's kind of the haircut you go with. She <laughs> wants to take his hair. Oh. I want to see Ludacris <laughs> in a backpack being carried by John Cena as they're running <laughs> on the moonscape. Right, so Ludacris oh God, like turning around on the with John Cena's running. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, to see. I had no idea that I wanted to see that until you said that. <laughs> yeah. I want to see John Cena run like this. This is how I want to see John Cena run. <laughs> he's he's running like he's King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, having a fit. <laughs> he's got that Tom Cruise thing going. Like the way I run, that's not nice. <laughs> it's very Tom Cruisey. That's how Tom Cruise runs. I don't run. Let's let's not kid ourselves. I do no running. <laughs> well, that oh, running thing come to a screeching <laughs> halt. Okay, so they're going to space. Are they going to the moon? Are they going to? No, they're going to the space station. Like it's going to be like them and Elon Musk hanging out upstairs. How are they supposed but... to have cars in the space station? They will hover. There's already a Tesla. Elon Musk sent a Tesla up there. Oh, they're going to incorporate that Tesla. Believe you me. And they have to use that the Tesla to save the, the world. Back. The, whole idea, the whole mission is to get the Tesla back. Like, that's the entire reason they're up there. Yeah. I, mean, I, can I, want, him, I want them to go to the ship that Wally is on, and all the you got all the fat people, and then you've got them with big, you know, cars crashing through there. And then it's here comes gonna be that, It's going to be that scene in Ad Astra. Where they're yeah. racing, and they, well, remember there was their the, the two moon yeah. cars and shooting at each other. Awful, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, that movie was awful. More like we Dad Astra. Am I, I right? Now we have to have him go to the moon to use that lunar rover that's still up there. That yeah. has to tie in somehow. So it'll be the, moon, the rover and the Tesla racing yes. each other. Yes, the bad guy gets the Tesla. They've got to figure out how to hot how to hot rod up the lunar rover. 
to take on the task and save the the world and the moon at the same time. Are we back? The the first act. We can hear you. We can hear you. Hey, everybody. Hello. Yeah, we just figured uh, we're going to shut down our streaming video here for the next 10 minutes because, yeah, apparently uh, our Wi-Fi isn't great down here in our uh, Fortress of Solitude, we'll say. Our Wi-Fi is fine. I think it's your device. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, Uh, your device is oh, the yeah. Bow Wow oh, device. The, the device Steve. I'm already wasting a lot Listen, of time to replace. You guys yeah, cannot be mean to Bow Wow. You would not have <laughs> the entire series without little Bow Wow. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And so, Luke and Black, so like, like, the the oldest teenager in the world, but like, <laughs> like nothing else happens. And it's true, which brings me up to my absolute favorite, like, little Easter egg in this. His uncle, who he calls to live stream from his flip phone during. Uh, Tokyo Drift is his Uncle Deck, who has to check this out. He goes, yo, Uncle Deck, check this out. In a couple of movies, Deckard Shaw is going to show up in Tokyo. Now, why would he be an uncle? Maybe because his best friend in the whole world is a military guy. Now, who would could possibly be Twinkie's father? Idris Elba? Could it be Idris Elba? Yeah, I think you're taking the word uncle a little too literally. There's a lot of people who are Uncle Somebody who have no relationship exactly. with friends. They're, they're friends. They're just so buddies. How much in, coke do you guys do in your little fortress of solitude up there? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. In Hobbs and Shaw, they establish that uh, that Shaw and Idris Elba used to be like super, super close. And then, um, then Idris Elba set Shaw up and Shaw had to shoot him a couple times in the head, right? But they used to be like best friends. Yeah, but yeah. like... But like in the the streaming of this, like Deckard, like he shot Han and like while he was still while Bao was still friends with him. Obviously, look, we've already seen from the personals Han's gonna come back. He's coming back for nine. Obviously, this is how he got Han away from the Yakuza. He faked his death. He helped him fake his death and then put him in hiding. Come on. I didn't realize you thought such a great character. I this think. is so <laughs> Anybody can come back at any time. This is what's so great about these movies is that nobody's ever really dead. Well, yeah. we've already had amnesia. Come it, on. Is Dom's baby mama coming back? Well, no, I do want to say no, that the, very never, poor in your life. she's doing okay. All the, all the girls, all the female characters do actually die. That's not so. true because Letty came back. She wasn't well, like, dead. Yeah, but, um, Giselle did. <laughs> Giselle, Giselle we didn't yeah. watch die though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Giselle just disappeared into <laughs> the darkness. Well, I do want to. Th- I, I do think it's strange that Tokyo Drift was a 2006 movie, and he could stream better on his phone than you guys can yeah. in 2020. Uh-huh. Yeah. Japanese <laughs> technology, man. That cut deep. So, that's 15 years behind. You guys are you guys are on the cutting edge of 2005 out there. And look, look, sir. If you go through the timeline, Tokyo Drift actually takes place in 2014 or something. So, <laughs> because it's the end of Fast Six. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, still. <laughs> All right. So, gee, what else we got going on with this? Um, when do we yeah, pull yeah. the? When do we pull the like the winners? Oh, do we Jake end this? That. Oh, okay, Jake, Jake will come yeah, in back, and yeah. this. Okay. Our master of ceremony doing a fantastic job. About it. I know you guys don't want to talk about it, but I want to talk about the prelude because I watched all nine movies this week. Whoa, I remember nice. all of them. Plus so the Ben prelude. and I are the exact opposite. Steve <laughs> thought I like, would watch everything, which is why he put me on. I refused because I knew you would. 
at, at fear of my boss listening in on this call, which I don't think he's on here because Jake won't tell us how many people are watching. Um, I got very little done this week because I was watching Fast and the Furious. <laughs> you, you sound just like the demographic for Fast and Furious. I'm very much the demographic. Like I remember, and the, I remember Fast and the Furious very well because it was the first PG-13 movie I was allowed to see without my mother or parents being there. I remember that very clearly because she had no idea what it was. And then I got there and I like I was hooked for life. And I've been I've been at opening night for everyone except Hobbs and Shaw because I had a kid and my wife wouldn't let me go. And you're <laughs> complaining about other people's potential drug use. No, like no. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Right. I just want to know, like I want to know where I get some because they they're on the down there. <laughs> it's all uh, so, all right, so yeah, the prelude is between the first Fast and Furious and Too Fast Too Furious, correct? Yes. That's where and, the skyline showed up. That's where you found the skyline for Too Fast Too Furious. Ah. Uh. Which and, is, and, it, and, it, and if I remember correctly, because it's been a while since I've seen it, isn't it basically just Paul Walker driving for like 10 minutes and then... Uh, that's, yeah. that's all it is. It's, it's like that Tom Hardy yeah. movie. It's him in a 3000 GT and then a Skyline. Yeah. Um, picking up... He gets picked up by a, just a random lady who's like, yeah, I know who you are. And you're that's Minka Kelly, Hollywood. thank you very much. That's not some random lady. What? What? That's Minka Kelly, former Derek Jeter girlfriend and gift basket receiver, Minka Kelly. In the- <laughs> you are weird. How do you, yeah, you, know, not, you don't know about Derek Jeter? So we know about Derek Jeter. No, I, it was just a very odd... Well, anyway, he breaks up with a girl who gives him a gift basket and says goodbye. Oh. <laughs> classy? <laughs> That's why. I'm just kind of curious how he knows this. I'm a baseball fan, so I know... He broke up with him yeah. once. Craig, 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 yes, yeah, one. How do you think I got my my? <laughs> I got a whole Funko collection thanks to Derek. <laughs> a little note that says thanks for all the great nights. <laughs> I, just, I just googled it to make sure it was actually Minka Kelly. And, Am I wrong? No, you are completely right. We are. I am wrong. completely right. Having done no research at all, I'm completely right. studying. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. sorry. I you know I stand corrected on the. It's actually called the. Turbocharged prequel to Too Fast, Too Furious is the official name. Woo! Mm. Wow, the their titling is right on the nose on that one. The, the only <laughs> continue throughout the series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fast and Furious was number four. Remember that, guys. All right, it, so it when, Fast and the Furious, and then it became just Fast and Furious for the fourth one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when that's when the tides turned. Yeah. All right, that's, that's so when Fast Nine in Black Two. Or no, was, no, he got to make Chronicles of Rick. So if I remember correctly, he got some kind of agreement from Universal that if he did the three uh, Tokyo Drift, they would give him money for Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. So back for Tokyo Drift, he could do Chronicles of Riddick, and then they, you know. Instead of just sandwiches, they were going to give him money? Weren't they going to give him money? <laughs> I, probably not. I mean, did you, do you remember Chronicles of Riddick? <laughs> like, he could have just stuck on sandwiches. It would probably have been the same movie. Yeah. So I think Judy Dench showed up in the third one. Yeah. All right. So when Fast Nine comes out, who knows? Couple of weeks, couple of months, three years from now, are you paying the thirty bucks to watch it at home, or do you yeah. already have it pre-ordered? I mean, I mean, I I mean I'll just get sent the link, so I'm fine. <laughs> Val's living in a different world than the rest of us as a film. Oh, I just tried to be. I tried to be. Uh, I tried to pull a Craig there and just be a jerk to everybody. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm better than you. To free. Yeah. That, that would be. I said that. Yeah, Val gets the web link in a gift basket, and it's like, well, sorry about Fast Nine. Here you go. 
Cool. You'll get you'll get a, an email from Tyrese complaining about how he's broke again. Tyrese is going to email me. That's going to happen. Yes. Okay. I can promise you, Tyrese is going to email you. It'll be his. It'll be his his personal email address. Yeah, Tyrese seven seven two at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> it's at AOL, and you know it. <laughs> Nice. Well, thank you for uh, joining us on our little uh, little adventure here through the Fast and Furious universe. Uh, if you, uh, Val, let's start with you. If you want to shout out your uh, how people can follow you and where they can find you on the social medias. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me at I am Val Cameron on Facebook, Film Dance Play on Instagram, and then uh, you can actually go to Movies That Make Us or Multiplane Podcast. Uh, those are both the podcasts that I have going on with the uh, Stolen Droids. And thanks. Well, thank you. Uh, Craig, how about you? MatineeHeroes.com. I'm MatineeHeroes at everything. Um, and, you know, please donate. That's all. I'm going to plug the, 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 the con. I'm not – please donate as much as you can. I know it's a pandemic. I know we've got a bunch of different things going on and every dollar matters. But uh, you can't you can't do worse. I mean you can't do better than the American Cancer Society. So please donate. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, thank you. Uh, ben? Yeah, uh, you can find us at SLC Nerd on Facebook and the website, uh, Geek ATL, and then also the Single Hilarity on Facebook as well. That's all the same group of us here. And then, you know, to Craig's point, donate. I, uh, if, if you're a friend of mine and you haven't donated, I expect better of you. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Robert, where can I start following you? Uh, you can follow me at Shadowrunner at either uh, on either Instagram or Twitter. You can also follow me at fourcolorcoverage.com. And uh, yeah, those are the best places to catch me. Follow him on Instagram. He does like the best character montages ever. It's my life right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, those little figures. Oh, so oh, that the yes. yes. <laughs> so that's actually you, Robert. You're not, you're not. You're doing those yourself? You're not resharing? No, nope, I am doing every one of those for the past almost four years. Every They're day. amazing. Good work. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Uh, speaking of art, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, I have a whole Etsy shop, and if you've donated 50 or $100, uh, you can go go on over, check out my Etsy shop, untidyvenus.etsy.com, and see what prints you'd like. And just message Steve, and we'll mail those out to you as soon as we confirm your donation. Yeah, we'll be able to look it up. And remember, it's specifically to team everything I learned from movies uh, over on Give Butter. But, yeah, just yeah. – Give in general, guys. It's for a great cause. Uh, and, of course, thanks to everybody involved with Utah Remote Con for having us. Yeah, you guys are the greatest. Yep. And uh, follow us on your all your favorite podcatchers uh, at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Jake is back with the tally. Who swore the most? Yeah, I mean, is there, do we miss any of the swear words? Like, Do we have time to catch up on anything we missed? Oh, no, we got them all. You guys are good. <laughs> you hit them all. Which I uh, appreciate. Oddly um, enough, Val and I did not use them. I do want to say, yeah, I know I'm very proud of both of you. <laughs> very proud of both of you. You get um, cookies. I I do want to say we are at 1,490 as of the end of this panel, and I want to recognize we did get one notable donation that I want to point out from villain Tom Hanks, who says, "You don't know me." Boom. But you're about to, so I'm afraid we're all going to explode here in a second. I don't know yeah! But uh, we appreciate that, villain Tom Hanks, uh, very much. 
Uh, let's go ahead and do uh, our first raffle of the day. We're just going to draw a name here. Uh, bear with me while I do this on the computer through magic here. We'll see what happens. Wait a minute. It's magic? Well, yeah. Of course it's magic. It's, it doesn't seem fair. He's going to draw a couple cards, gear up his mana. This is uh, Jake's studying face. Yeah, well, so it, it just gave me an error, so I don't know what's happening. So we are going to announce the winner later. Eric <laughs> Johnson, come on down for your this is, our, this is our first panel. So, you know, we're going to have technical uh, hang-ups, like, you know, our moderator disappearing from sight for a minute. So it's fine. We'll get there, though, by the, by the end <laughs> of the day. Like, it was like 25 minutes, but it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've you know. only gone for an hour and a half. Come on, relax. <laughs> so, but if you want to enter the raffle, let me show you. We are going to put pictures of what the prizes are um, on our Facebook and social media and everything. You can buy tickets at you at givebutter.com, Utah Remote Con 2020. Um, please enter the, the raffle there. Please donate if you can. We really appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This was a fun panel. I think everybody had a good time. Um, it was a great way to kick off. Utah Remote Con 2020. We really appreciate it. Val is out of here. She's gone. She's like, hey, bye, yeah, we're over. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> Jake's back. I got to go. No yeah. encore. <laughs> she stepped off screen because she could let out all the swear, the swear words she was saving no, up. She is. Yeah. She's pretending she's at an actual con where she's got to run down the hall all the way across the convention center to the next panel. Yeah. So the next panel, speaking of which, is going to be in just an hour or so. It's going to be Crack Brain Podcast Live. Uh, I have no idea what they have in store for us, except that it will be a good time. That's what I'm counting on. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, they are great. They've been very good to come on and, and do this show. You guys have been great for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody who stopped and watched and enjoyed part of your Labor Day with us. Uh, thank you again, and we'll see you later. Thanks for having us. See you at Craig's thing about sharks on Thursday. Sharks on Thursday, but one o'clock, two one o'clock. We're doing Stephen Stephen Peggy the love story from Avengers. Mountain time, one o'clock. Craig's time because he's on the West Coast. Fancy. I'm in California. What's cool? I'm only six miles from the beach too, Ben. So I'm I'm a hundred yards. Yeah, but I don't rent. All right. I, I, I do. <laughs> uh, All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>